Hey everyone, it's OSBA Senior Communication Manager Scott Gerfin. Welcome to the Leading the Way podcast. And thanks to our sponsors, the great people at Vartec, education's IT partner. The school board member plays a crucial role in creating conditions for student achievement. And that's why we here at OSBA have our senior student achievement consultant, Dr. Kim Miller-Smith. And Kim, it's so great to have you back on the podcast. It's been a while. Yeah, thank you, Scott. I always love talking about student achievement. Well, yes, and I know this work is (laughs) your wheelhouse, so to speak. So let me start by asking you up front, why is this so important? And what are the key areas a board focuses on to advance student achievement? That's a good question. So um, this work is important. It's important for a board Uh, to know their role because they're critical. It's a three-legged stool. And the board is a critical part in that. It's the board members, the superintendent, and the treasurer. And they all have roles. They're all different roles, but they're interdependent upon each other. And they work to move the district in one direction. And so there are several areas that are really important to keep that direction moving forward. And for board members, it would be the visioning process, accountability, policy, relationships. Um, And that would be relationships with your superintendent and with your treasurer, relationships with your community. And then the last uh, piece that is so important is community engagement. I wanted to talk about each of these that you just brought up. And let's talk about collaborating with the district leadership and and setting standards for continuous improvement. How do you go about that? Let me go back to vision. When the board comes together, you have five members or seven members or career centers and some ESCs even have more, many more. But when people come together, each individual comes to the table with their ideas, their beliefs, their core values about what education is, should be, can be, all of those things. Well, the superintendent also has, you know, very strong feelings about all of those things, as does a treasurer who works in the resources to provide these ideas that all these folks come together with. So one of the first collaborative pieces is putting that vision together, because I like to use this example. So let's say, Scott, you and I go, we decide we're going to go on a vacation together. We don't talk about our plans and we don't really have any um, uh, things set, but you know we're going on a vacation I have my ideas what a vacation is. You have yours. Well, we start the vacation and I find out, oh my goodness, you want to work out every day. You want to do strenuous activities. You want to climb a mountain. (laughs) You want to swim the ocean for several miles. You want to do all those kinds of things. My idea of a vacation is sitting in on a beach in some sand and not moving for about four or five hours. So we both had an idea of what a vacation was in our head. But when we got down to doing the work of vacation, it was very, very different. 
So this is why the collaboration is important. You well, I will tell you, I, I like to sit on the beach for four to five hours myself. So. <laughs> and I would not want to go work out. So there you go. Um, so when you're collaborating with administrators, and a treasurer, your superintendents, when you're in your community, even when you're collaborating with these people, it's really you have to understand what their vision is. You, you really have to understand what the aspirations are. And then to create those standards for continuous improvement, you have to work together to understand the data. You have to understand what's happening right now. And you need to understand what are your assets and what are the challenges in the district and which ones need to be addressed and priority. How do we prioritize them? And, um, uh, how do we go about getting there? And that's tricky because of everybody coming to the table with their own set of values, core values and beliefs about students and about learning and about teaching. So um, I would say that you really need to work together. Uh, one of the ways to do that is creating a strategic plan, working with a community, um, bringing diverse community members together, talking about these very things and um, and talking about the data all throughout and then making those decisions about what do you value and because you value this and because this is your vision of the future, this is what you want your district to be in its future self, um, how do you go about doing that? And um, I think those are the ways that you collaborate and listening is really, really important because if the board, even if the board and the superintendent and treasurer are all on the same page and they're rowing their boat in the right direction, if it's not what the community wants. So it's very important that all of the pieces, all of the people at the table get to come together every so often for a check on, is this what we believe? Are we doing right by our students? Are we doing right by our community? I want to talk about engaging the community here in a bit, but I wanted to touch on policy and how does that help align the district's actions with the board's vision? Many people think that um, board policy represents that intersection of vision and accountability. And accountability is one of the things we'll talk about a little bit later too, but school board policies let the board define clearly define expectations and standards uh, for students. And we have policy that, you know, the federal government, state government requires of us. But there are policies that set standards for our local districts. And um, these are where those community values come in. And there, there are policies that um, determine how students are taught, what they are taught, how schools manage students, how they uh, manage personnel, work with and support and encourage personnel. It affects student learning, definitely. Um, and several of these areas that board members, you know, are pretty familiar with, but you might not have stopped and thought, oh, these directly impact student learning. Board governance, we, we now know after about 25, 30 years of research that board governance definitely has an impact on student achievement. 
Um, academic standards and assessment, there's always policy about that, definitely impacts student achievement. The education program, curriculum, instruction, the learning environment, um, the professional standards, the role of family, family involvement, um, and the parent and community engagement policies. All of those policies really impact um, student learning. So it's just not the policies that the board develops around curriculum and instruction. That's the point I'm trying to make. Let's get into uh, engaging with the community and building a consensus and prioritizing student achievement. What role does the community play in improving achievement, student achievement outcomes? Right. So there's some really interesting um, research about all of the pieces that go into student achievement. And Ivan Lawrenson created a model. And in that model, he has the community as the first, like there's circles and these circles go um, left to right and they interlap with each other. They intersect. And so you have the community is at the very front of the line, so to speak. And then you have your school board and then you have the superintendent and the principal and the teacher and the parent and the student him or herself. So all of those, um, all of those circles all of those entities have this role in uh, student achievement. And according to Ivinson's model, the, if you are the school board, looking at that entity uh, on each side of you, each adjacent side, that's where the board will function best if they make their effort to uh, really work with the um, entities next to them. So for the school board, that's the community and the superintendent. And I think that's spot on because the school board is elected by the community. As I mentioned earlier, the community has values and they have beliefs about what their school system should be doing. They most assuredly have aspirations for their children. Some parents parent in very different ways. Sometimes, you know, People look out and they say, well, I don't, wouldn't do that, or this isn't you know, the way I think things that should happen. Regardless of what you believe about how you raise your family and what your beliefs are, every family has a belief and a, a core value system. And so when you have all of these families and you have you have folks in your community without children attending school. It's very important that you're hearing them also because right. they all vote. They all determine how many resources you're going to get from them to carry on your work. So it's so important that they are a part of it. And here's the thing. I, I heard this once uh, several years ago, but in districts that make significant progress with their student opportunities, student achievement, you know, always when I talk about student achievement, I'm not talking about those test scores. 
I'm talking about success, real success. Are students able to find their way in the next step when they get out? Are they able to be happy and productive citizens? You know, that's that's student success. But what we've found is that for these districts that really do make significant progress in this area, the boards of education, they didn't only involve their community. There are a lot of people, a lot of districts trying to involve the community. But the districts that believe the community is part of that bigger team, those are the districts that really have made some success. And it's a real important distinction. You know, we can all involve, we can all try to engage, but when you really believe your community is part of your team, you see the world differently and you're prioritizing uh, differently. So one final thing here, advocacy uh, is highlighted as a key element. Uh, in mm -hmm. support of public education and student success. I know OSBA has student achievement liaisons who you work yes. with. How can school board members effectively advocate for student achievement? The student achievement liaison is the person who each board of education um, determines. They appoint this person to be that liaison. One of our resources for our student achievement liaisons and any other board member who wants to sign up is a success newsletter. And um, they receive that. And then they also receive monthly one email from me about things that are happening and that you want to be aware of. Student achievement liaisons can advocate by getting to know um, their representatives, having conversations with them uh, often, not just when things are critical or when there's um, something, a challenge, some kind of a challenge that really needs to be solved quickly, or but to regularly meet. See, this is the place where school board members have clout that others don't. They were elected just like our state representatives, just like our state senators, school board members are elected. So keeping those doors open, having those um, communications is important. And then, um, you know, communication itself is not uh, is not uh, community engagement. However, really communicating these important issues as many times and as many ways possible to all your various um, populations in your district is also a very important way to advocate. Um, for our students. We all went to school, you know, some time ago, and um, we knew what it was, and that is our reality. You know, what was good enough for me back in the day is not going to cut it for our students now. So that's an important way, without getting into the all of the other legislative advocacy ways, for student achievement, this is a really important way to advocate is to keep your citizenship informed of what's required of our students now. What are we trying to prepare them for? And that is key. And, and I've been to districts, uh, public school districts across the state. Definitely not what I remember when I was in school right. uh, 30 years ago or more. It <laughs> has changed. So we offer our member resources. And I'm sure there are plenty of ways that we are providing resources to our members in the realm of student achievement, right? One of the resources um, I think is an important uh, resource for 
school board members is using the um, student achievement uh, website. It's called Advancing Student Achievement. It's on the OSBA website. And it breaks down all of these areas where it's typical board member functions and those functions impact student achievement. And on that website, there's a bit of narrative about each of these. So you can read a little bit more about it. There's a short little video, a little sketch video that gives you a real good overall um, idea of the topic. And there are also resources that you can connect with if you have a specific item you want to get into more. And we also uh, wrote uh, some action steps, let's say. Your community just wants to look at, let's, we want to look a little bit more about accountability. How are we going to get into that? There are some action steps um, that you can link to uh, for the school board uh, to uh, look at. And there are also discussion questions. We're not ready to get into action yet, but let, let's talk about um, community engagement at our next board meeting. Where do we start? So there's some discussion questions that you can link to. Uh, to get you started as well. And this uh, this website was created with adult learning characteristics in mind. And you also don't have to start in any one place. If you want to just jump right into action steps, you can link to action steps and you can a year later go back and read your narrative or you can never watch the video. It's however you want to approach learning and how you are um, wanting to learn about your topic at that time, how much you want to learn, how deep you want to go. It's all, it's all designed for that. So um, that's, uh, you can get there by going to the OSBA uh, website, or you can just type in www.ohioschoolboards.org advancing student achievement, and it'll take you right to the site. We um, also have good podcast on here about student achievement and how board members can contribute to that. We have some on-demand webinars, and you can always call me. Um, I, I, I've done uh, custom workshops, and my most requested workshop is the school board's role in um, student achievement. So we do have lots of resources for school board members. And it's just fun. Sometimes I have school board members that will just call me, and we just have a really good conversation about their right. role in their current um, state of their school district. and. Um, how that can possibly advance student achievement. So you mentioned the website and those resources on the website related to student achievement. I'll be sure to put the the link in the show notes for our listeners. Thank you. Uh, easy to to get to that site. Uh, Kim, thank you for being here. Any anything you want to wrap up? Any final thoughts you want our listeners to know? Being a school board member is really uh, a um, role that. We honor it, obviously, at OSBA. I honor as a former superintendent and as a, a person who cares deeply about public education. And I know it seems like it's tough at times, and there's not always a lot of uh, thanks at the end. But I have watched repeatedly how school boards working in um, collaboration with their community and their superintendent and their treasurer, they are providing the best education for our students and our future's bright. 
So uh, yeah, I, I just always want to encourage our school board members. You don't have to be there in the classroom. You don't have to be evaluating teachers. You don't have to do any of that. If you stick to your um, role of governance and um, you understand that board governance role and you and your team do it well, you are uh, providing us a very, very bright future. Kim, thank you again for your time. Thank you, Scott. And thanks to our sponsor, Vartech, education's IT partner. Are you ready to take your board leadership skills to the next level? Join us for OSBA's Board Leadership Institute, May 3rd and 4th in Columbus. It's a must-attend event for both new and seasoned board members. Developed by board members for board members, BLI offers tailored learning sessions on critical topics like legislation, board development, and student achievement. Visit our website, ohioschoolboards.org, to secure your spot today. And don't forget to take advantage of our special hotel rate at the Hilton Columbus Polaris, booked by April 11th for this exclusive offer. OSBA's Board Leadership Institute, where expertise meets opportunity. Register now and lead with confidence.